Hey guys, welcome back to Journey Football's podcast. This is season two, episode three, and today we have pro player Blake Malone with us. What's going on, everybody? Uh, what's up? So, Blake is uh, our first pro player on on the podcast, and we're super happy to have him on. So, um, just a quick background on you. Um, you know, obviously, uh, your age. Um, you know, your position and where you're currently playing. Right. I'm a center back. Um, I'm 19 and I currently play for Orange County SC um, in the USL. Awesome, man. Um, that's good stuff. So if you could just take us through uh, your career, um, you know, from, you know, when you started playing soccer all the way up till now, um, you know, just a brief storyline, that'd be great. Right, so I guess I started playing soccer when I was about five, and then I played club pretty much all my life here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And then when I was 16, the Seattle Sounders actually uh, recruited me and said, hey, you know, we, uh, we want you to come play for our academy. So then I moved up to Seattle, and then I lived with a host family for, for a couple of years. And I played for their academy, and then I trained and uh, would play with their USL team as well, and sometimes would train with their first team. And then from there, uh, I decided to commit to UNC and then played at the University of North Carolina for, for half a semester and then said it was time, I guess, to, to move on and try, and try and see how far I could make it pro. And so I, I signed uh, with Orange County. Sweet, man. Um, so how did, how did the Seattle Sounders uh, recruit you? Were you at a tournament or what was that like? Yeah, so we were at uh, regionals, I guess, which is the big kind of club yeah. club event. Um, and then they just had a scout there, and they're like, you know, uh, we saw you play, blah blah blah. Want to watch you a little more? So they they had their scout come out and watch me a few more times, and they're like, yeah, like we really want you to come up. Like excited to have you. So then I uh, I made the trip up to Seattle, and then it, uh, the rest was history. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Um, so. Making that transition from the Seattle Sounders, you know, youth academy to playing college, like how did you get recruited to play at UNCW, which, I mean, UNC, which, you know, if you don't know and you're watching, one of the best soccer programs in the nation. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I think that one, it kind of just happened, uh, it kind of just happened organically. Um, It really just happened through playing, I guess. Um, I think the biggest, the biggest problem, was through was through our playoffs when we made it to playoffs for academy season, and then that's when they really got to see because we were playing some of the top teams in the league, and then um, we had some big games and we had a my team we had a really good season that year, uh, our our seventeen season I think we had a record breaking um, season but yeah so they just came out to playoffs and kind of kind of saw me and were like hey you know we're really interested and I was like okay. I guess performed in playoffs, and then and then I guess the rest of that is history as well. That's nice. Awesome. Um, so, did you was your goal to like go go pro as fast as you can, or did you want to go to college? What was your thought process of going to UNC rather than maybe trying to get into the Seattle Sounders first team or their second team? Right, right. So I guess growing up. Um, I really valued a college education, and I still do. 
you know, I think it's, I think it's really important. So I guess that was my main growing up. My main goal was to try and try and get a scholarship to college and then see, you know, you know take it there and see if I could take it further, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But then when I guess when I moved to Seattle and I became part of a professional organization, uh, it really uh, opens the door and you see how much, like how like different levels there are. You, know, you see how much goes into it. And then from there, I was like, oh, you know, I really, I really think that the professional pathway could be the move. And then right. obviously I'm going through Seattle and there may or may not have been opportunities, but I decided to, I decided, okay, I still value this college degree. And I think it's, I think it was right for me. So then I chose to pursue college and then uh, I guess halfway through some of my semester, I was like, you know, I really want to try and I really want to try and push for this. So gotcha. that's when I decided that I was like, okay, I'm going to try and really go for the pro, the pro path. So how did you, um, how did you get the opportunity to go to um, Orange County from, from UNC? Let's see. So I guess it kind of, I guess it kind of just, it all fell together. Um, somehow we got in contact, somehow they'd reached out somehow uh, really just, it just, happened and they saw me play a few games for Carolina and then at the end of the day they're just like you know we'd, we'd love for you to play for us and then it kind of just fell together and then and then I moved out here yeah that's that's awesome um so obviously we're through a pandemic right now um so like how have you been you know training keeping up with everything during this time right so it's been tough you know it's been tough on everyone uh, mm-hmm. it's really crazy times, you know, nothing like this has ever happened before, but so, uh, obviously it's really unfortunate that none of us can train together either. You know, it's kind of, uh, mm-hmm. really unlucky, but so we've all been sent out individual plans for, from our, from our athletic trainers. So then each day you've got to follow that specific plan, whether that's, uh, whether that's like 800 meter sprints or, uh, or five mile runs, you know what I mean? It's just a whole bunch of different things that we've got to follow every day. And it's tough, you know what I mean? Because, you know, training outside of the, the pitch is different, you know what I mean? Like, especially for such a long time, you know what I mean? Kind of by yourself as well. Yeah. But you got to do what you got to do, you know what I mean? You got to get it done. So, you know, it's always it's always a grind season. So, yeah, just trying to stay fit, you know? Yeah, so are, are you guys – um? like training again as a team? Cause I know some teams are back at, like training in small groups and stuff like that. Right. Right. So some teams are back, but right now our facilities uh, aren't allowed to open up yet because of California's like state laws and rules right now yeah. because of Rona. So, mm-hmm. so really we're, we're not allowed to, we're not allowed to get back to training right now. So we're still doing everything pretty much individually you know, no coaches, no, no, no one, whatever we do by ourselves with our plans. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So if you could take us through like a typical day now um, in your life, you know, with the coronavirus and not being able to go train, I feel like it could be, you know, really valuable to, for, for our listeners to, you know, get insight from a professional on what they're doing um, to still, you know, improve and get the work in while, in these crazy times right of course so uh as i said earlier i i actually value that that uh degree pretty pretty highly so i actually just signed up for online classes through southern awesome. new hampshire so right when i wake up in the morning i start my class 
and usually have a protein shake or something. And then around... What are you studying? Right now, I am in psychology. Awesome. Psychology major. So then I'll, I'll wake up, do my homework, uh, get my study on, have a protein shake or so. Then right around two or three, kind of when it's actually kind of the hottest part of the day, I guess, that's when I decide to go run. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, I've got this weird thing about if I can run and, and do my fitness at the hottest part of the day, then when we're actually playing, when it's nighttime, it'll be easier. You know, like I guess trying to, trying to, yeah, trying to, that's great. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Build the mental strength. Exactly. Exactly. So then around two or three, I'll, uh, I'll go run, get my fitness on, get a little lift after, uh, have lunch before that, obviously then probably around six 30, I'll have dinner. And then in between that time, I'll usually hang out with my friend, my friend and teammate, Seth, who lives in the apartments with me. And then we'll either go, we'll go golf or we'll play chess or just, just relax, just do something. But, but yeah, then 6.37's dinner. And then... What are you usually having for dinner? I eat a lot of chicken breasts. A lot of chicken breasts. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of chicken. Uh, I pretty much stick to the basics, you know, chicken, rice, spaghetti, yeah. you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's not bad. It's not, I'm not a good cook, but, I mean, I get it done, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, then I just go about the rest of my night, just hang out. Uh, and I try to get to bed at a decent hour, of course. You know, sleep's important, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, awesome. So, um, just for the, for the people listening, um, what, what did it feel like to sign your first pro contract? Like, what went into that? Um, did it take a lot of, you know, like, behind-the-scenes work, stuff like that? Yeah, there were a lot of a lot of behind the scenes work, and then it was obviously once it all came together, it was you know it was unbelievable. It was awesome. You know what I mean? It was a great feeling. Um, it's because you're you're working for something your your whole life. You know what I mean? And then finally, finally, you're, yeah, you're starting to make strides on it. You know, so it was a great feeling, and obviously, that's just it's just the floor for me. You know what I mean? I want to I want to take it further and and higher if I can. You know what I mean? To maybe an MLS contract, and then to a Maybe a European league, you know what I mean, German league, but uh, mm-hmm. but it was still, regardless, it was a great feeling, you know what I mean. It's it's one of those things that kind of feels surreal, and then at the end of the day, yeah. you're just like, wow, you know what I mean. This is this is really cool, you know. I'm really really proud, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so going off of that, uh, what is your your ultimate uh, goal in in football? Like, what league or or division, et cetera, do you, do you want to get to? Right. So I guess right now my biggest, my biggest goal right now is to make it to the men's national team. Because right now I'm a okay. part of the 20s, the U20s, the U20 program. Mm-hmm. And then so I think that right now is my biggest, my biggest, I guess, uh, I guess my biggest goal because uh, I think it would be the biggest honor to, to play for a full men's national team. Uh and then I guess my next step I'm trying to get to is MLS. And then from there, uh, if we could make it to, you know, uh, or something, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but for right now, I'm just, I'm just trying to reach for, for MLS and see if we can make yeah, that happen. Yeah, big, big awesome. steps. That's baby awesome, steps. yeah. And I mean, just the fact that you're in the U20 national team, that's an honor in itself. Yeah, so. for sure. Thank you. Congrats Thank you. Thank you. you. Uh, have have you played with you played with uh, Gio Arena? Have you played with? Him? I have not played with Gio Arena. So when I was in when I was at camp last, he wasn't he wasn't there. I guess he was a couple years younger too, or a year younger. But I have not played with him yet. 
what are what are some of the guys that you have played with? Oh, let's see. I played with John Luca Busio. Uh, uh wow. yeah, John Luca. Yeah, he's he's filthy. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Cameron Harper, uh, Marcelo Palomino. If you know any of these guys too. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're all they're all fantastic. It's a good group of guys too. You know, they're all fan. They're all fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's all great. Love the team. Yeah, so if you could go back and change anything or give yourself any advice or give any young players advice, like what would that be? Um, just to, you know, try and make it into the pro game or even to the college level. Right, anything. right of course. Uh, I would say that the, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I heard when I was younger was uh, was that no matter how good you think you are and then no matter how hard you think you're working, there's always someone out there who's working harder and who is better. So I guess at the end of the day, you if you want something, you really, really, really got to put all your effort into it. And then I'd also say not to be afraid of not to be afraid of uh, fully committing. You know what I mean? If you if you go into something and you only go in three quarters, you know, you're not going to get as much out of it as as you would if you fully, fully commit your right. mind to it. You know what I mean? So I'd say just fully committing and, and giving it everything you got. You know what I mean? Uh and that's the big. That's been the biggest help for me, at least, growing up, and then, and then advancing through my from through my career. Yeah, yeah, we we love that. Yeah, that's a great mindset, mindset to have. Um. So. Yeah. So, um, what what's one thing um that you think you could have either done better in your career or do you have any regrets, anything like that? I mean, I know it's not good to live with regrets, but is there anything you would go back and redo if you could? Let's see. Mm, honestly, I think right now I don't I don't have any regrets, I would say. Um, I think that everything that I've done has been has I've been I've made the the right choice or at least what I thought was the right choice and I think it's paid out pretty pretty well. I would say that maybe I would have um, pushed my my fourteen to sixteen year old self a little harder. Um, try right. to try to get a little more out of those years if, if at all possible. Because um, I think I think from from those ages from around fourteen to seventeen I think are huge. Because so I think that's when you do a lot. Of, that's a lot of your development is is in those years. Yeah. So I, I would probably push that that part of myself a little harder. But um, I think other than that, I, I don't think I have any regrets. I'm I'm happy with every how everything's turned out. Um, I'd say. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you've you played academy football and you've also played uh, college football so what would you say um is the difference between levels um between where you're at with orange county now and you know the d1 college level and the academy right it all uh it all really really is pretty different um the academy level is great there's some great players that are coming through the academy you know a lot of the the youth national team stars are from the academy as well and then wherever they go pro after but um i would say the academy is structured more around Especially the MLS academies, they're structured around how the team plays as a, as a as a whole. And then, at least with the Seattle Sounders, for me, we have a play. Or we had a playing style that translates from academy through to the first team. So we try to make everything mm-hmm. synonymous. 
and similar. You know what I mean? So we all we have the same pressing yeah. traps, the same build outs, the same you know what I mean, the same get go. So then yeah. I feel like playing in the academy and then with, with a part of that was definitely more maybe technical and structured. Not to say college isn't structured, but you know what I mean. So it was a little right. more it was a little different. And then when you get to college, I feel like it's more uh, strength and kind of Athlete yes, building. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I guess athletic athletic ability. And then pro right now is it's also it's also been good. It's uh definitely technical and also it kinda combines the two, I would say. So you're kinda getting the the best mm-hmm. out of both worlds. Um because you're getting players who have been in the league for, you know, five to ten years. Then you're getting some some younger players, some fresh faces, such as myself or like a like a Francis Francis Jacobs. So I guess it combines those those two traits of uh, technicality and also physical ability and like veteran status, etc. You know. Mm-hmm. Did you find the the transition from uh, UNC to Orange County hard, or was the level pretty similar? Uh, I I didn't find it hard because I felt it was similar to when I moved to Seattle, and then I was I was becoming a part of that. Um, when I was part of that professional uh, USL side, because I feel like I'd already been experienced and exposed to um, that level. And, you know, I was training with them every day. You know, I trained with uh, Tacoma Defiance every day, my, my final year. And uh, I actually ended up playing Orange County uh, in one of, one of my games when I, that I played with the Seattle side. But, no, I felt pretty comfortable. Um, I wasn't really, really afraid or shocked by the level. And I kind of just dove into it head first. Uh, coming mm-hmm. from UNC, it was a little different because uh, I guess that was what made it a little bit of a challenge. Was because again, the college ball is really, really focused. I feel like on that athletic ability, and um, depending on where you go, that style. But no, I, I felt pretty comfortable. That's awesome. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. Um, all right, so that about does the episode. Um, Thank you, Blake, for coming on with us. Of course, thank you for having me. Yeah, we really enjoyed that talk, um, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.